that science, by definition, allows for more than one opinion, otherwise you merely have the will of one man, which is the basis of cult. If it's not in the frame, it doesn't exist. I'm as mad as hell, but I'm not gonna take this anymore! I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I am usually... Where you been? Drunk. Wendy? <laughs> Darling? Light of my life. Oh! What is your one purpose in life? To explode, of course. I like death with sex. How about you, Casey? You like sex with death? Yes, yeah, so fuck oh, off. All death. right, there, bud. Wake up. All right, dude. I am awake, man. It's like you don't understand. I've been drinking that and biting fluid and, and drinking some jet fluid, baby. Uh, <laughs> I wish. I know. Every time. It's like I'm just drinking out of mason jars. That's all I drink out of. He now. makes it look so good. I don't know why, because I know it's not. <laughs> I know it's probably awful. Dude, I want some of that. It will poison. kill you. Uh, if you if you don't drink it smart. Yeah, you gotta drink it smart. I mean, like the first couple look pretty gross, but it's like when he mixes it every time. Like Philip Seymour Hoffman just makes it look so good. You know what I mean? It's oh, he like, does, dude. He, especially yeah, when he's like, got the orange one and he just takes a big swig. He's just like, God. Oh God, you know, and uh, <laughs> yeah, goddamn, yeah, yeah, yeah. he just—I'm uh, like, what's that? <laughs> well, and I love it. He's like, he just—he's like, I want that sweet elixir. I know. Everyone he's like, does, what's that potion you got? And he gives him the ear and the nose. Uh, anyway, oh hell yeah! Th- this is the Cult of Cinema Knowledge podcast. Uh, that's Jordan with his jet fuel beverage over there. I'm Levi. I'm just hydrating. So, oh nice. <laughs> just, oh, jokes wow. on you. Oh, I guess I guess you didn't learn anything from the master then, <laughs> did you? <laughs> you every didn't time, learn every from time I think I'm gonna drink, but it is. We talked about how we're just getting too old. I'm just always like, ah, again, I'm gonna just drink unless I <laughs> drink it a bunch. So I guess unless <laughs> I'm drinking jet fuel, then that's the only thing that really makes it worth it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so if you've seen the movie and you've clicked the link and you know what we're talking about then maybe this first couple minutes of the podcast won't seem like insane ramblings to you. You'll know we're referring to scenes in the film, <laughs> The Master, which is what we're talking yeah. about today. <laughs> you, did, did you write a synopsis this time? I did, actually. Uh, oh, hell yeah, dude. Nice. You're, you're, you're such a good boy. I am. Thank you. Um, but I, well, you made a mistake because I, I didn't pull it up again. <laughs> <laughs> I know every time you do this, we got to get, okay, everybody out there, it takes like 15 minutes for us to get ready to, to start recording. And he never gets his, he never gets his synopsis ready. Play Google Docs. Well, it's because uh, it I'm, I'm out of the game. Well, I put it on Google Docs. <laughs> out of the game we do. Oh, I guess that's true. We, we haven't done it for a few months, but. Uh, we, uh, I, uh, <laughs> it's like, I don't ever do it on my phone and I do it on Docs because. So I can access everything on my phone because I got too much shit recording on my computer. I don't want to fuck with it. Um, but I every time I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to pull it up on my phone. Like, it's on my computer. But anyway, I got it now. Look at that perfect stall. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. I'd love to hear okay. it. It's short and sweet because, to be fair, this movie is not very heavily plot-wise. It's a character-driven no. film. But uh, here's what I got. So The Master, written and directed by Paul Thomas Anderson, follows Freddie Quill, played by Joaquin Phoenix, an impulsive and self-destructive Navy vet that struggles to reacclimate to society after World War II. Stumbling in and out of trouble, he drunkenly finds his way onto a ship commanded by the great Lancaster Dodd, played by Philip Seymour Hoffman, an admired writer and de facto cult leader of a movement called The Cause. The two men immediately have a strong bond with Dodd, often just referred to as Master, doing everything in his power to help slash tame the wild and reckless Freddy. Many members of the cause are suspicious of Freddy and his motivations, worried his unhinged behaviors may be the undoing of the group. But out of loyalty and determined righteousness, Master tries harder to break Freddy, in the process opening him up and causing him to return home to seek his long-lost love. Sometime later, Freddy and Lancaster are reunited one last time, but instead of returning Freddy to the fold, the man drifts away. Alone and unbound, the true master of his own fate, for better or worse. Oof. Uh, yes. Hopefully that does it for you. I mean, it's just, uh, you know. It's beautiful, man. That's no, the I gist. Mean, I, yeah, you, you that's get the, it. That's you know the gist. Do you know it's a great, un, un, unjust, just plight against our, our poor deceased Philip Seymour Hoffman? Tell me. 
on on the IMDb, I'm going to email them on the IMDb. <laughs> it just it says his credit is Lancaster Dodd with it doesn't even have parentheses master slash it's master just Lancaster Dodd. It's like that's not his name. Nobody <laughs> nobody calls they, him that, but the police. Except the except the police, except and, the fucking authority. And it's the, written. Yeah, the frick, it's the written marks. on his books, but other than that, you have no idea. He never introduces himself no. as Lancaster. Everyone calls him Master. Yeah, they they refer to him as Master. He's an enigma, dude. With that, it's like the whole time, like that's the and that's that scene. You, you should email gets, him. Like, tore down, dude, <laughs> and he's like, you know, and he has to like actually like, you know, I guess what would that be in this in this scenario would he be the clark kent or would he be the superman but he had to like strip down and be like yes i am lancaster dodd like i don't know man he's not above the authorities but he is he is a billion years old and he is above all life forms yeah what's up with that uh jet fuel you're drinking over there i don't know dude yeah it's delicious man it tastes great uh, <laughs> I, uh, I got out of a coconut. i know i always forget like so i hadn't seen this movie in a hot minute um, it's probably what been like this? six, seven years or something. How many times have you seen this? Five or six, probably. Dude, this, if I'm not mistaken, this might just be my second time. Really? If not, if not third. I was maybe? pretty obsessed with it when it came out. I saw it like three times in pretty quick yeah. succession. And then I watched it yeah, two or three true. times again to, over the years. Again. So I, this, I remembered, I remembered every scene. So I, like I, I had to have seen it twice because it's like, yeah. It's it's not it's not like a it's not like a complicated movie at all. It's just very like it's very heavy. Each scene is like really deep and rich, and there's like well, it's tons interesting. Of subtext. Dude. I knew. Uh, I never know with my brother Gat. Shout out if you're listening, Broham. But uh, oh, yeah. he uh, <laughs> he's been watching the movies on the podcast more often lately, and uh, he watched The Master, and he fucking hated it. Oh no, he hated it. That's. I hey, knew I kind of knew he yeah, would. It's cool, but I, it's I but it is. I'm, I'm curious. It's that I dry. To... It's the really dry, yes. dramatic. Like it's just people in rooms talking. It's what I. It's what I eat up. I like every I, single fucking every just every I look could... from Sil- from Sil- <laughs> Seymour Hoffman and and walking every look I do. and just every every bit of dialogue is it's performed to. I mean that's what everyone says though. I love it. That's the I love thing. It. Yeah. Every, Every every fucking letterboxed and I and, and everyone every can like agree re- that it's review acts its balls off. Yes, they're like they're like masterclass acting, greatest acting ever, two and a half stars. Like it's a, that's a, that's their like review. It's like Sad. it's like the greatest the greatest piece of cinema I've ever See, seen, two and a half stars. <laughs> it's so engrossing for me because I put it on last night. So those of you on the YouTube's, hi, hello. Um, I was rearranging my office yesterday and I still had a lot to do. And so last night I, uh, and I still have a lot to do, but last night I put on the master after the kids went to sleep and was like cleaning my office up, continuing to clean with the master on. And I couldn't, I had to keep pausing it. And then eventually I was just like, uh, I paused it, I hurried and cleaned up my floor. And then I sat down because I like kept being like, oh, I have you to, know, I have yeah. to watch this. I can't just like casually pay attention. No. So. It, you I'm give sure, it demands your attention. I'm sure my brother watched it on the phone at the gym or something, and so Maybe, I'm like, yeah. and that's that's fine. But this is such a movie of it's just like getting involved in the characters. Like Paul Thomas Anderson, his movies are character fucking driven, you know, character oh, studies uh, every 100%, time. Yeah, and so it's like this movie's not about some guy. Like I don't know. Like it's just too well, dude. Very I, uh, distinct personalities coming together in a But I, I see it as way. like I see it as like he wrote it he wrote it as a love story. Like it, But it is, it as, yeah, as like, it totally it's is. like one it's one hundred percent, but it's not even necessarily like it's not even like a a love story that was like originally supposed to be written for like man and woman or like it's not and it's not even really supposed to be like like well, it's a very for like a, it's like a very a special kind of love because it's not even really that right. homoerotic. No, that's what it's I'm a, saying. It's like it's not even supposed to be that. It's just yeah. literally just like two like two. It's like the most like platonic level of love that you can have. Like it's like the strongest friendship that you can have because it's like they have all of like they have all the qualities of each other, but kind of on polar opposites. No, that's and what they, it is. And they they're both like admire each other so much that it's like they yeah they're just they're, they're just so charged with each other well that's what's so great it's like a mentor mentee relationship but 
Philip oh, Seymour Hoffman's character, it is outside of that for sure, because he's just right. as, he's the only one that's like enthralled with Freddy uh, just as much, but it's like he has this like kind of appreciation and this like, uh, I think like a deep like envy, even though he, he like plays it off as like he's the master, you know, he's just trying to fix him and that's what I do. I take people and that are broken and I make them whole. We are trying to return to our perfect state as man and all that shit. And uh but really deep down it's just like he he has a real connection with this guy on this this level. I think he he uh envies his uh almost his like freedom that he has even though he spends so much so much right. of the time uh you know, casting it down and being like, no, you need to, to change and like all this. Well, then I think it's, <laughs> it's, I think it's that. The, di- the dynamic is just so complex. It's one of those movies. Right. That, I, uh, I put this in my notes. I wrote, this is pretty, this is pretty cliched, but it feel like it encapsulates their relationship perfectly. Is Philip Seymour Hoffman. He is the immovable object and walking Phoenix is the, what is that? Like a uh, unstoppable force. Uh-huh. He like that. That is, that's, how they work like Milwaukee that's a good Phoenix way of playing such, it he's he's such pure he's such pure like chaos and like he can't be contained but like philip seymour hoffman lassos the dragon get like, literally gets him like gets him and like now he sits on him. command and then yeah. next we're gonna oh. teach him to roll over and play dead <laughs> <laughs> dude oh my god it like this so this movie to me is a five star 100 me like, too I, I, I love this I movie the whole time the whole time we were watching it victoria was just like victoria like she she liked it. it. It's really rare that she would like this, and I I didn't think that she would like. It's likable because it's she charismatic their, enough from the performances, you know. And yeah, and when, and dude, it's dynamic. Watching this, it like it is. <clears throat> it's so driving. I, it's so funny. Like everyone everyone says that it's dry. I don't. I, don't, I, I think it's wet, baby. I, I think it's. I think it's. <laughs> I think it's sopping wet, baby. There's so in every single slick. scene. I'm like, dude, 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 dude. Every time, every time the music comes in, and it's just like. Don't even get me started, jazz dude. And then it's like a but it'll like, it's like uh it's like scored like a horror sometimes. Where like there's so much dripping tension where you're at any second, Walking Phoenix is going to explode. And it's actually really cool because when he does explode, it's you know it's coming. So it's the times in between when you don't know if he's gonna snap and hurt somebody that you're like you're like on the edge of your seat. There's so much. It's super tension. So oh, didn't Johnny Greenwood do the score? Yeah, he totally did. Because, uh, I mean, obviously he it's did. perfect, dude. But uh, his he's my favorite composer. I mean, when we did... Uh, yeah. We, when we did, like, we, There Will Be Blood, I'm well, pretty sure it, it was, was Composer did, Month. Yeah, he did There Will Be Blood, too. Right? Yeah, he, he does, what, he does yeah. most of... He does most of PTA and PTA's movies. So we, uh, we, we watched There Will, there will be, blood. be Blood. So go, go listen to our There Will Be Blood podcast, please, everybody out there. But um, this is... If we're if we're right now because those are the only two PTAs we've watched, right? That we've done for yeah. the podcast, yeah, for yeah. sure. Oh, well, right, of course, yeah. In real life, yeah, we've. I want to I want to watch them all. I think for I've the watched, podcast. I think I've watched them all. Anyways, um, yeah, I think so. He doesn't have that many. We, right? So, but those out of those two PTAs that we've done, and those are both, in my opinion, his like those are his both like strongest films, for like what cinema can do. I I totally understand like. If it's not, they're not going to be stories that you like because I can see like liking Boogie Nights as a movie more because yeah, Boogie it's Nights a more was fun, a little more tragic. Boogie Nights was my shit for a long time, right? right. Uh, but it's like I kind of shift back and forth between his movies. I want to watch some of the like quote unquote weaker ones uh, that I haven't seen as and I only like once like Inherent Vice. I need to rewatch or, or Magnolia. I've only seen Magnolia. Once. I've seen a couple yeah. times and it's it's fine. Uh, right. It's right. it's still really good, but. It's like Punch Drunk Love, I think, is pretty underrated because it's just kind of weird compared to everything else. But, right, uh, and I, and I think Punch Drunk Love is is but, fantastic, and it has it just has so much that those those actually correlate like this film and Punch Drunk Love. I feel like are the closest films together in just like tonal relationships. And oh, stuff. really? And like, and just well, because it's just Adam Sandler plays such a repressed yeah. character that has like he has like. And he has like really, he's like deep seated intimacy issues. I think it's, I think this, that is told better in this movie, The Master. Yeah. But I definitely feel like he. I think that, yeah, that Master yeah. and There Will Be Blood. I think the the two that we've well, covered, they seem like uh, 
And I think it's just they are they're so stark period deke, pieces. Stark period pieces. They are hardcore character driven with tour de force performances. And right, right. I don't know what it is, dude, but Paul Thomas Anderson should be the only person allowed to make period pieces from now on. Because they look so fucking good. Like they, just watching dude, this movie, it looks so it, good. <laughs> it looks more. It looks more fifties than my grandma's old photos. Like it yeah, looks it's wild. More like it. It's like shot so. Well, no, it's really cool. Well, even they like just it, the soft film grain, like it. the well, they color. Shot it on these, like <laughs> they shot on these old, old sixty-five millimeter cameras from the fifties, and so they shot like these really tight, intimate shots on mm-hmm. this huge fucking. 65 millimeter camera and they just like they put these like lenses on it that like totally kind of changed the aspect ratio but they were shooting this like really big film so they were getting a lot of really deep rich colors oh they really do the the colors are insane and that that like i want my i want like my my cell phone background screen just to be the water bubbling but behind the it just keeps going just like the the, flow He's just the, the untamed the music, flow, dude. the motion. Yeah, yeah it's so like, dude, like all those like really deep cellos and just like, oh, everything. Wait, about I know it's just gonna be us <laughs> gushing about how wet this movie and is. And it is, dude. It's sopping wet. I love this film. It is. It's not dry at all, dude. People who think it's dry, they're dry. You got a dry ass <laughs> You're dry. brain, baby. You need to yeah. engage with your art more, sir. But I know, uh, dude. When do you see Walking Phoenix? Do you see how crooked he is and broken? He was doing the Joker before he was I, before he was the Joker, dude. So <laughs> I couldn't even handle Walking Phoenix. Anymore, so I watched. <laughs> I know the first time we saw this, dude. We saw this in theaters together. Now yeah. I just remembered yeah, okay. because we left and I okay. I admittedly we we kind of messed up our our flow here a little bit. We usually ask our first impressions. My first impression with this, I actually was really. I thought it was like I thought it was beautiful, and I was. I was like admittedly confused um, with like, I was like, well, what's, what was their relationship? I didn't quite understand. Well, and it ends this, kind of on a weird note with like the slow boat oh, to totally. China and everything. Yeah. And- oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but now, but now watching it, I, I 100% get their relationship. Yeah, and I get sure. like, yeah, I get the envy and I get the dynamics between like, even like, you know, Philip Seymour Hoffman and Amy Adams, like their relationship. But anyways, well, uh, watching this movie the first time I was kind of disappointed because his his character arc, which is very minimal, is just basically having a healthy sex having having sex in a healthy manner with somebody who's who's his age and consenting essentially, you know, to the to the extreme that you can go for two people who are probably a little intoxicated. And him like using like he's I don't know, he's not having sex to like avoid something or or he's not having sex because he's so drunk, but then he's impotent now, you know, because like yeah. alcohol killed his it's sex like, drive. It's, it's like, like he has a healthy sex. No, it's, it's even sadder, I, though. Well, like, no, I, see, I don't, I, I, I don't interpret it as sad. I did the first time I saw this. I was kind of like, I was disappointed. So I was like, oh, it's such me. a dumb. No, but see, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think, like, I, I, I think love he's it. just tragic in he's general. Tra- it's, it, yeah, it's because he's <laughs> tragic. Know. But it's just like, uh it went from being it is growth but it's still sad cuz it's right. such a small growth in the grand scheme oh, of his life of course oh of course but yeah i mean there there is really no character development from going these characters <laughs> yeah from going to like just like this sex crazed lunatic to like but now he's like actively and he always was seeking like more like someone to care about him and like a companionship on a deeper level uh but it's so sad that he's like trying to recreate his closest yeah. moment and he's like, no, right. you got to do the thing with that. And she yeah. just doesn't get it. He's trying to recreate, like, no, say your name. Don't blink. And trying to have this, like, an actual intimacy, which is that's the growth, I think, because it's, like, actually intimate instead of just, like, this animalistic type uh, just fucking that he li- that he's usually does. And he's just like, yeah, let me see right. the titties. Uh, well, and I think, I mean, yeah, I don't do that. Like, and that whole but it's, watching it, it this time. I don't know. It's sad. <laughs> I, uh, I, I. I can yes, it's, I can see that. I find it it's growth, I find but it's it, just like I find it healthier at least. It's on like a it, it, he's on like the road to a healthier relationship. I don't think that like that person particularly will be like a healthy relationship for him, but at least I feel like he's on he's on like a higher a higher path than just yeah, than just having sex and like and approaching it with such such violence. Like everything he like approached was like violent because because I think that he didn't have an outlet, and then being with Philip Seymour Hoffman for so long, because I, I that was one thing that on this watch and originally when I watched it, 
the timeline is kind of funky and i, I mean i think it's on purpose because yeah. you're supposed to you're supposed to kind of you're following an unreliable narrator and you don't really yeah you don't know what time period we're in because it's probably been it's only been like five years or something between from like from the beginning when he when he yeah gets probably the about ship something like that yeah to like to when he's in England is like yeah. five years probably something I'm like assuming. that but even then it could be I don't know there's because they do a little they do a little jumping around like flashbacks to him before he goes but anyways uh, I don't know man yeah uh, it's uh it is seven weeks, years from oh, when yes. he left to go to the war so however long he was there plus everything that came afterward and I think it was yeah probably a couple years from when he. Uh, first fi- finds Master and then like when he yeah, reunites with them in England. I think it's like think that's three been a few years. No, see, that's what sucks because there's the time when he goes back to his hometown to meet uh, Doris yeah. and you know, she's and she's been gone she's been gone for three years. And so I, I do see the connection period, though just now because I was just about to make a joke about how he just ride the road kept riding the motorcycle all the way to her house. But yeah, it, that yeah. is literally the scene that's, from Punch Drunk Love when he shows up to Phil yeah. Seymour Hoffman's uh, yeah. building with the phone still in his hand. <laughs> yeah, 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 dude. Does he ripped the oh, cord Oh, that's out? so funny. He just, he's bashing the phone. Yeah. God, I love that movie, dude. Uh, but yeah, so that's what I mean. That And that, like, we, we uh, and I'm, I'm all over the place because this show is so great. But that's, that's <laughs> my, that's my favorite emotional scene. That's, like, the most optimism in the whole show is when he finally, like, gets to go away. But then it's immediately immediately destroyed when he runs away and then he goes back home and it's like oh now he's just repeating the cycle i want to know oh. how they filmed we're jumping all over the place but like I the know, scene when it. he's riding the motorcycle like oh, he's dude. going so fast and it is dude. scary i'm like that's the thing like it's such a i feel like the first time around i still i really enjoyed it like same boat like i really enjoyed it but it didn't have like this this as emotional impact as the previous it, viewings. But it, this time, it's hard to take take it all in. I that, think it just there's it so much going on. Yeah, the first time I saw it, because it's yeah. like that scene is like such a like climactic scene, but it doesn't really feel like it. But it's just like if you what you're if you're really invested, it's just like it's so tense that it's just like he's just like letting go, and it's just like full bore all his emotions, everything he's learned, and the fact that he just doesn't come back. Because he's just like, no, that's just what I'm thinking. I have well, to. And I, I have I feel to like do it, this, you know. I feel like Master gave him the confidence. Yeah. That he, but they, but that's he didn't the get the tools. He didn't get the to, the tools to be like assimilated into culture well, or whatever, you know. To be, it, that's yeah, what's to be tragic, brought, and right. I think that's kind of what's tragic about the ending is like he's been deeply influenced, and I think definitely for the better by Master and his teachings and stuff. But he doesn't have the mental capacity necessarily to really understand it. And right. so he can't, like, use it the way he wants to. And so it's just like, uh, you know, he leaves to go find this thing. And it's everything is so, like, frustrating for him. And uh, just, like, ends up being these all these disappointments and stuff. I don't know. It's so good. And Joaquin well, Phoenix. Man, dude. I can't even. <laughs> did you, did you, on this time watching it, I, uh, I and mean, that's what I love about this show is, like, there's so much subtext. And then there's a lot that, like. It might have been it might have been answered, but I I don't think there's like an answer to. I don't know. It's like he's such an unre- unreliable narrator. I don't know if he's ever had sex before, but he says that he's had sex with his his aunt or whatever or whoever. I can't even remember Maggie or something like that. Whatever. Oh, dude, I I, I uh, feel like he certainly banged as many prostitutes as he could in the war. I see. Even I, then, I, though, I don't I, know if I don't know if probably, he could though. Like, oh, just like, like straight I don't up know, impotent from like impotent. Drunk. Yeah, from the from the like because I I feel like I what I'm because what I'm getting from this is he was he was he might have been like he might have been molested or raped by his aunt when he was younger and that that was like the that was the initial because that was like the first debriefing and that's like the initial trauma and I think from there going to war and like in the war they were like they were taking speed and drinking i mean drinking jet fuel and drinking like drinking ethanol and anything they could anything that they could get their hands on that that would make you inebriated and so i think he like he gave himself like you know alcohol and induced like oh there's something really trauma there's something deeply wrong well the fact that and and this comes down to i don't know how much of this was in the script or how much was uh paul thomas anderson's directing it's probably a combination and phillips or and joaquin phoenix acting but like 
So I had just watched Bo's Afraid the other night, uh, also Joaquin Phoenix, and it's a totally different role for him. And then coming back and watching The Master the next day, yeah. uh, I forgot like just how much how physical his performance is, and the fact that he's like he's always got yeah. kind of a little bit similar to myself and a lot of other people that have like a slight droop to one side. He he really <laughs> plays it up. I don't even know how he does it so well. Uh, yeah. In his performance, he's got like he like makes his eye kind of lazier and his mouth droopy. And it's like that's like an obvious symptom we know now of like some sort of brain damage, possible stroke or, or stroke. like a right. tumor right. or something, which would explain his erratic behavior. And it's like, who knows how he got that? It's I mean, like, well, and, is and that a like, cause of his insane right. substance abuse or is that a sim like is or is the substance abuse a way for him to like deal with that? But, like, the fact that they brought that performance into it, uh, I'm sure PTA and Joaquin, like, really worked out how they want to do Freddie Quill. But it's just, like, that alone, like, the first two minutes of this movie does so much for oh, his character. So Dude, and the Just first, in the first, acting and just, like, in his, like... The first five minutes... So the first five minutes explain... They do, they do such a good job to, like, introduce his, like nomadic just just rambunctious and like and just volatile nature where mm-hmm. like he just he he just like he got done with war he you know you you don't it's like it's cool because they don't ever show him in action like it's always just it's always kind of like the loneliness mm-hmm. that is that is war and like and you know he's he was always kind of an outcast they they deliberately do that yeah He's always he's the weird guy that they like. They make the uh, the sex the like the woman out of the sand, and he comes and starts fucking it as a joke, and 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 it it goes goes too too long, long, and he gets too (laughs) into it. Yeah, it just makes everyone uncomfortable. It's just like he's that guy, and he's he's always that guy. But he's the guy. He's the guy that they keep around because he like knows what he's doing when it comes to creating. He uh, does. He's like he's like sort of an alchemist, man. He he can get (laughs) yeah does anything. He's like. Because later when he's making shit that, like, possibly kills that guy when he's working on, like, that cabbage farm or whatever. And uh, he's, like, got his little boilers and, like, it's like he's, like, distilling it. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, And he's he's a good photographer, man. Like, he's got a job being a photographer. and uh, Right. So he he works with the chemicals. You know that, like, you know that he probably, in more, he probably learned a few, a few, he picked up a few things that were, like, Oh, this like this won't kill you if you mix it if you dilute it with this, but it can make you you know it can make you like drunk and shit like that. It's like I feel like he and I feel like he probably got access to like you know Remind, and It reminds me of what, uh, what the '50s were all like about. Is like Charlie from It's Always Sunny. You're just like drinking <laughs> yeah. paint, like <laughs> just drinking paint, just drinking. And I love how every job he goes to, he's got a new like he's just drinking like. You know, toilet cleaning supplies and shit. Like Whatever's whatever, there, you know, it's whatever's like, available. He knows. How I love to, how he always says, "If you know how to drink it, smart." <laughs> I know, and it's I'm literally just combining like fucking chemicals from a from like a dark room to make. <laughs> yeah, it's all like paint thinner and like and like fertilizer from <laughs> just like I forgot. I forgot how many other people were in this movie too, because it's like I always forget Amy Adams is in it until I and, until I see her, and then I'm like, oh yeah, Amy Adams. Right. I love Amy right, Adams. Right, right. Yeah, and you're and you're like, oh wow, she's actually like a like a a large character like a bigger yeah, yeah. character than i mean i just i guess it's like because walking phoenix and phillips room hop and they they're they just they're like huge shadows <laughs> come across this right it's like they're jesse like, plemons is in it and yeah. he's fun i wish we'd see more of him but it's just right enough and then uh and then uh, um what's his name mr robot's in it too why am i spacing uh, his name oh my god malik uh oh yeah Rami malik uh, Rami, yeah Rami malik yeah yeah he, he, i forgot i, I totally oh my god he was in this. He, <laughs> and he he plays such a different character in this it's so cool like it took me a second to realize it because he just plays such a like i mean he kind of plays like a meeker character like he normally does mm. but he played like such a it's just like i love how he's just like father do you think he's you think he's part of the cause like it's I like know, oh fuck like, dude it's so good i like oh phil seam hoffman dude he's he, I don't know who's better, honestly. When I first saw Target. this, I was like, "Oh, Walking, Walking killed it. He's the best." But now watching it again, I'm like, "Walking." Don't good. know who's better. Yeah, but Dude, it's but, hard. Philip, but Philip Seymour Hoffman has. He's right there with such, him at the very such, least. Such an intense. I, 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 dude, I almost might. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I can't really say better because they both like. 
And it's, okay, but, this is just becoming the this is becoming the praise <laughs> the praise podcast. But uh, it's like Joaquin Phoenix. His performance is much more like rambunctious on the outside, and like he has the crazy big moments where he's like smashing the toilet. Well, he, and, he gets to use the he gets to use the room a lot. His yeah, he, is, he's like the center where it's like Philip Seymour Hoffman's. He has those performances as like this sort of egotistical, always needs is, to be the center of attention, like basically cult leader. That's uh, you know, his whole thing is obviously inspired by a some real life cults uh, uh-huh, that are right, coming right. about the time, uh, and uh, but uh, it's his performance is like a little bit more subtle, but I was I I know I was watching I was like watching him play drunk, too. Oh, dude, yes. and I'm like when he's dancing when he's doing the so song, good. Oh, God, like him. I don't know, because it's like, I know he wasn't actually drunk, because I know he broke his sobriety, unfortunately, on the rap party of this movie. Um, but he doesn't do he doesn't do that thing where a lot of drunk people act drunk, and they're like, I'm so drunk, and they're just like slurring and stuff. Like, even when he's not that drunk, and he's just kind of becoming a lush, uh, it's like just enough. Like, he has that just like energy, and he's red in the face. And he's red. He gets so beat red. <laughs> and it's like, you know. Well, when he's doing that dragon like, speech and everything. and it's just... Yeah, right. Yeah, and he play, he plays that like he's got like hypertension. Like, you know that like this, this is like a really unhealthy human being that's like he's like smoking like two packs a day. And he's, you know, con- he's like he loves he's constantly cools. drinking before. Yeah, cools. Dude, that is you, you on uh, on our our slash cold cinema knowledge Check it out. Uh, from on Reddit, you posted the ble- the blooper on that. That was amazing. That is, that's beautiful. Oh, you didn't post that? No, oh, I just else. assumed. No, that's oh well. Thank you. Oh, cool. That, that was some third Walk party, on. some one of our our cult friends. Hell yeah, dude! Uh, our little our little that was great son. though. Thanks. I know. I really miss that's Philip Seymour Hoffman. So man. funny. I need to. I watched uh, some of the deleted scenes. I want to kind of get into that a little bit. Have you have you seen them? Do you know about? No, I actually well, haven't, which is surprising because I, I definitely own the DVD. Well, dude, it's wild. There are there are a few scenes that I don't quite understand why they got cut because like they're like fully they're fully shot too. It's not just like it doesn't have like time code and it's like raw footage. It's like actually edited with the score and everything. And uh, there's like there's a scene where it's got like another montage like you know, voiceover that kind of explains who he is. And I'm like, I know there's a lot, there's there's a lot of shots in the trailer. I remember that weren't in the movie because they weren't in the movie. Yeah. PTA does that a lot, kind of a lot. He does that. Well, do you know what's cool? A little, uh, little inside baseball here. A little, like this is what, what did I used to call these fun, fun facts or fuck? I can't remember. (laughs) But, uh, one of my little, yeah. One of my little factoids is, uh, PTA actually edited all his own trailers. Really? Like every all the promotional material that's he great. he did it himself. And that so makes like, sense. Oh, that's cool. His uh, it makes sense that the same person edited in them all cuz uh they are all great trailers and uh it's funny yeah. that it's actually and him, like cuz god the movies edited so well too dude. Every, every there really is like that's the thing. I mean I I just this is this is a masterpiece. This movie this movie think, has no flaws. I think it's great. I, yeah, there's I no it's... every every single aspect of it is perfect. But there's a shot. Okay, so there's some there's a bunch of great deleted scenes. Stuff that would like kind of help flush it out. They have a scene where it's like uh, Rami Malek and Joaquin. They're having the conversation about like about how you know he's like oh he's talking about the book and he like talks about how the split saber is like a, a writing that he did and the book could kill you if you read it. Like men have gone insane due to this book and nice. you know he's talking about that. And he's like he's like ah it's been buried for a long time, which we just see that later as just them digging it up. Yeah. But anyhow. Um, they have that conversation, and that's the conversation where he says, like, well, what do you think that would be worth? You know, and it's, like, it's that kind of, like, oh, and then later yeah. at, the dinner, at the dinner scene when they have that conversation, it, like, it's still the movie works perfect without it, but I actually kind of like the scene because it's, like, it's, It like, makes sense why he cut really it because he's just, like, you know, really it works tense. without it, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, that's but hard I, to cut weird. those kinds of scenes, though, where it's just, like, especially because, obviously, if it's that done, it's made it all the way basically to the very end. And right, there's like a right. final cut where it's like, you know what? Yeah. Maybe it's killing the pacing or something or just we get yeah. the like same a week, redundant A week later, he watched it. Yeah. And he was yeah. just like, he's like, ah, that he's like, that could go. That it what? functions. It functions just fine at the dinner table. But let me get to one scene in it. God damn it. That's so good. <laughs> so there is uh, the the books that get dug up and they're in that like 
that like locked locked wooden crate you mm-hmm. know that like the treasure chest essentially and they take it back and then there's another like another scene of like psychological warfare where they put freddy in the room with it and they tell him that he has to like guard it essentially you know they only trust him with it mm. and they leave him in the room but it's like they're like it's important that you don't open it don't you know and so he has to kind of be in this interesting room, not that to, does sound push really the red, good red shiny button but he fucking opens it and it's just fire fire just comes out of the box and he's just like looking at it and then he just closes it and really? he's like stressed that's he's amazing just out. <laughs> it's amazing I dude <laughs> i can't believe it i like that literally made me be like because the whole time this show is 100 grounded even when they have like the whole nudist scene and all the women are naked, it's totally his reflection. It totally gets into his head. It's like, and it's, it fits with the narrative. It's like, perfect. It's great. The movie like doesn't ever leave the realms of possibility except that scene when he opens it and it's just fire coming out. And I'm like, Holy shit. That like makes it like supernatural. Like it's so cool. And I'm like, ah, I don't know. But still from his how, perspective, I gotta, that's probably why they got it. But it's the it thing. was like for him, but it's it, just like, but this, it, that's danger and he's betraying well but something. i but he didn't in that how it's edited together it doesn't it's not from his perspective how it's how it's edited i don't know i'll, I'll post it post it so you I wanna, can watch I it too because it. it's a sick scene and it's like it totally like totally makes it kind of changes the movie a little bit for me but i think it's this movie's still please flawless. please I post know, it so i remember to go watch the deleted scenes that sounds great yeah uh, it's really cool there's 19 minutes of deleted scenes too oh, so right, I'll, yeah, I'll put it up yeah yeah, post it. I, uh, that's, man, that's funny because that scene, I really like what that scene conveys. And again, I didn't get this the first time I watched it necessarily, but it's just like they're talking about how everyone, no one trusts Freddy. And everyone suspects that when he's like, maybe he's a spy. Oh, right. And yeah. then like two scenes later, he only, him and Freddy go out to the desert to dig it up. And it's interesting that it's like that is... Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman's reaction to those accusations that it's just like his reaction is then to take that man to this place to dig it up. It's like this. So it's like a test, but also like a thing of trust because it's like he, he they do have this weird bond. And and that's why I think that the scene later when he has to watch the box yeah. is really effective. And the fact they cut it is kind of awkward. But I mean, it's not it really isn't necessary, honestly, for the whole they're they're. they're relationship is still just as strong and that that test still holds up really well they're like he just takes them out but i think it's cool because it's like the underlining threat too is that like they bring weapons with them you know and i just i think it's like they're isolated and you know it's funny it is the small details like that that make them seem like they're so much more because they do play like more grandiose than they are uh and it's like oh we're at sea because this that and the other but it's just like the second you come to land then the cops got you because you're doing all these shady things and all that, but it's like they make it, they're constantly playing like these victims and like everyone's out to get us, which that's like cult mentality 101. You oh, know dude, what I mean? Totally. Is to just isolate yeah. it and be like, they're con- they're, it's like it's them versus us. And so it's just like nobody's following them to fucking unbury the fucking, you know, the his book out in the desert, but they got their guns and everything on them. And you know, yeah. it'll be like, just in, but it's like for snakes, but also just in case. Just in case, followed right. us, you know? Well, yeah, because he has like he has people who are like non-believers and part of like you know any anyone who's anyone who's part of an organization that's maybe there to stop him. That's what come I love the 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 fucking uh, our quote. If you if you listen to this podcast, the beginning of the podcast, we have that guy, the the non-believer, the one who thinks that he's just doing hypnosis because he's in a cult and he's just mm-hmm. like, he's like, they're following one person. I, I can't remember what's the full quote, but it's just like, that's the basis of cult. Like, it's it's so cool. Right. I know, I, uh, that scene's so intense too and I forget because it's oh. like, the, hey, fuck. There's, I know, there's so many <laughs> scenes. It's so I don't get, I don't get how people it's think like, it's so dry because it's like, I know, it's wet, dude. It's so big wet. There's so many scenes that like, are full attention, but then it's just, it's perfect characterization that it's just like, he's getting so worked up, he's kind of drunk, and that's why Amy Adams starts getting on his cases because he starts drinking a lot more because he's drinking well, dude, whatever, God knows. And then, and then that and power, then, that and power hits scene him with the tomato, like, though. Like, it's just, oh, dude. And then he's like, down, Freddy. Down, not, not now. Like, yeah. Not, yeah. Not, he's basically stop he's like it. telling, yeah, he's telling his like guard dog, like, you gotta, like, you gotta chill. 
Or are you, are you saying the power dynamic though? Amy Adams when she like whacks him off and is like no more no more right. boozing. Well, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, she's like no more. Boozing. I, for, I forgot about that. That and so uh, yeah. this time around, I was like, oh man, it did give more perspective to like her role, well, especially love, later I when she's just like, dude. Me too. Yeah. I, I feel like she's. I feel like she's like. She is. You know, they. They. There's a lot of people who speculate like, either they give her like. Who's the master? They give her the title of master. It's like, oh, we've got to give... We have to, like, designate a character as, like, who is the, like, dominating force in this movie. Where it's like, she isn't. I think that she's just as... She's just as, like, effectuated and just, like... she. I mean, she's with him for a reason. And I think she's, like, like 100% supportive of, of the cause. Like, of... Of the of the like yeah. teachings that he I don't has. think and I no one could be the man like, like he does she does feel like, like she does have a I feel like she does feel like she has like a certain control but she ain't well, no I, fucking yeah. master that's for sure she believes she's a true believer you know what I right. mean and I think yeah I think she's just as just as caught up because just at the as, end where she's just like this else. is pointless and walks out and right. he's just like or you can stay you know because I I know you. dude and that no I it really is dude when he sings like a slow boat to China well dude you know what's cool. <laughs> Uh, I also think that that song has a lot more significance because Freddie was originally like he was when he got on the boat to leave Doris, it was a boat to China, and uh. I feel like I feel like there's feel like there's a lot. I don't, dude. I got like watching this again. I'm like I want to watch it again just to like really get in because this is this is uh, Paul Thomas Anderson. He said this is like his strongest piece of writing that he's ever done. Like he's like he's like out of any script I've ever written. And that's you know, a high, that's like, a pretty high bar, but I would say that <laughs> I know, it's, it I probably is though. Yeah. Like, oh, I, yeah. Uh, and possibly, and as directing, honestly too, like, you know, maybe some of his other movies are a little more zazzy, but it's like, I definitely feel yeah, like right. this movie is just way more, I don't know, contextual. Like there's just a lot of like, well, there's ev- Deep, every single com- it's one complex those, every human emotions, scene. man. That's what yeah, I want. Like, right, right. Every every single scene perfectly, perfectly punctuates the next scene, and then it, and then the whole movie as a mm-hmm. whole. Because we were what God, what movie we were talking about the other day that was like, it was we did it for the pod, and we were like every scene's really good, but it didn't help the movie at all. We didn't like the movie. God, I don't know. That, that's a lot. That happens a lot. That does happen. That does happen. God, a lot. Yeah, but it's yeah, like, it all it all comes together. I know. I'm like. I'm ready to watch it again, honestly. Or just like, go through this no, scene. Well, no. <laughs> we, we, I like, I turned it on. I turned it on, and like Victoria was on her phone for the first like ten minutes or something, which is so funny because after that she was like, she was like, she was like, what did the army do to him or something? I'm like, like the army did nothing for him. That was they, they like they gave him like the basic like rundown of like the the psychological test to be like to be like. Well, you're broken, bud. So <laughs> you're gonna have a tough time getting back into civilization. We're just we're throwing you, yeah. We're just whatever you <laughs> yeah. survived that somehow, like <laughs> yeah, right. So good luck. Yeah, but but anyways, it's like it's like you just see that, and then later the first time he goes through processing, that's when you like that's basically his like his 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 exposition dump for his who his that, character is. Like, that that scene, know, it's then. like by then if like, you're not fully invested because that's like, dude, that's such a that's, good. That's, Good scene. It's hard to be. It's like oh, I guess it's maybe skipping ahead because it's hard not to pick that scene as like the best scene, yeah. the favorite scene because right. it's just right. That's the uh, that's the Oscar clip for just like their <laughs> moments and like even the editing is just so good because it's like you could tell Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh, I'm always struck by like that cut when he asks him like, "Have you ever slept with anyone inside your own family?" And he says yes, and it just cuts back to him, and he wasn't expecting him to answer yes to that. Yeah. And so he just asks well, it like three more times, and, and, that, like and that's when on it. <laughs> that's when Philip Seymour Hoffman f- like fully respects him because he's like, "Oh fuck, he's like, I want you to open up, opening break up. down the barriers." He is. He that is. I yeah, gotta really just, try. And I think it's the but only he's time fascinated that, with him that he's ever had somebody fully open up to him. I think yeah. that's why that's where that's where like his admiration comes from and his like. His his like his sexual charge is, is because he's yeah. like oh my god someone's uh, finally opening up to me well and I can and feel it like that's why the ending scene is so impactful for me as well is because it's like mirrors that scene where he's trying to recreate that because I think that was the only time in Freddie's life when someone seemed to like uh, masters asking him the, all these very personal questions with genuine interest constant eye contact like that's the first time he's ever felt 
these like this true like someone's truly cared about him and asking him these deeply personal things so that was this connection and ever from that moment he's fucking loyal to a fault you know what i mean but at the end it's like it's so sad he's like trying to kind of recreate that bond that he had uh just by trying to get this chick to do it and it's just but he can't figure he doesn't really understand the purpose of why it even happened in the first place like it's so good really really though yeah i think it's because he did that that is his like we i keep saying like you know his his character plot and his character development and like where he where he kind of that's where he grew is that he's kind of like oh i don't i don't really need you anymore but he's still like he's still like a very a broken individual. That's like mm. not it's not like and that's I mean that's what I love too. And Philip Seymour Hoffman tells him like if you can live without a master, you know, please, please tell the rest. Know, of, be tell the, the rest you'll of us you'll be the, be the first, first. Yeah, you'll be the first person in the history of the world to ever do that. And I like and I I love it because it's like he's not gonna live without a master. Like he has he has a master. Like he goes back to he goes back to what rules him as a master. But then he's but he has grown a little bit. And I don't know, man. It's so. It's so good. Could do you do you have any uh Reddits or Yeah, any? I bet I got a Reddit or two. Let's see. Huh? I can give you a little money minute. This was I was telling you this earlier, I think before we got on the pod, it's like it's it's wild that this this movie because we were we were just talking about Bo is Afraid. That's a that's a contemporary film that's coming out by Ari Aster, which I feel like he gives the same energy that PTA gives, you know, and he he, he has some great writing and some great acting. He gets some great performances from his character. Oh. And uh, those movies, you said that Bo is Afraid was $35 million. I think so. I mean, don't which call is, me, but which I, is, that sounds right. <laughs> but but that, like, that, to me, is pretty much... I mean, that's like... I, I thought it was I thought it was more, but anyways. 35 is a lot. That's a lot of movie. That's a lot of money for his... For, especially for him. And kind of even for PTA. Because... Well, I, or I was surprised. I thought it would be. But this movie was $32 million. I didn't realize the master was that much. It's like I don't I mean, really. Thirties like seems like fairly standard. Like uh, I, yeah, right. Like it's definitely to, not like, low. It's like... definitely like a big Hollywood movie, but it's that's, not like a yeah. blockbuster budget. But that's like a right a a pretty fucking healthy for budget drama, for like a for... regular ass movie. Because like yeah, you know they'll for... give Judd Apatow thirty to fifty million to make his fucking movie. Which is, you know what I mean? Right. But but I feel like that's I feel like even that's kind of like. That's a lot, like, for well, just... I think a lot of the money, doing, like you but, said, in this movie probably went to, like... I mean, not only costume I mean, design and stuff, but, like, equipment. Like, I honestly, equipment, like, old equipment and film... Yeah. The, 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 well, dude... If they shoot on 65 film stuff. And do you know what's cool? They, like, rented out, like, an island to shoot this. So it's, like, all of the sets, like, like 90% of the sets were on this... Were, like, in a, like, a two-block a two block radius. Like oh, they cool. were all they were all together, so it's like they would just have the actors there, and like they would just be like, "Oh shit, we let's just do these pickups." Like this scene with Amy Adams when she talks about her eye color, which is which is is like a is like a strong contestant for my favorite scene. It's really that's good. <laughs> that's a complete that's a complete throwaway scene. That was a scene they didn't even know. He just he like shot it on the fly. He was just like, "Oh, let's do this. I've got you for the day. Let's just go shoot a quick little scene, intimate thing." Yeah, it was just like I think it was just like just him in the room with her and they like shot it well, and it's so I love fucking about, good dude. that's what I love about PTA <laughs> man like that's why he's probably my favorite filmmaker cause uh, not only does he write his own shit and direct it but it's just like he's so hands on with what he's doing yeah. he doesn't just direct like he shoot like he shot all of Phantom Thread like he shoots a lot of his movies like he gets up in it and it's like he knows he's not like dying on the hill of like no it needs to be exactly as I'm seeing yeah. He's very, and that's, he's yeah. very like collaborative. Where, yeah, that totally makes total sense. Where he's like, yeah. let's just shoot this thing. I just had this well, idea. Dude, what do you like? Let's do and it. And he was, he was just running lines. He was coming up with lines as they were there. Yeah. And he was just running them to her, and then she would just say them back, and they would sit there. And so she, she mentions in an interview, she's like, she's like, I felt like I was being hypnotized. Like I felt like I was in processing. <laughs> like I would, I would love it. She was like, Paul Thomas Anderson would just hypnotize me. Come on. <laughs> I know, dude. But, but so, anyways, this movie was thirty-two mil. Which is a healthy budget. That's, that's pretty great. good. That's, and it, that's, and that, he, that is up there. You know, that's pretty good. Yeah, right, right, right. And I think he... For I mean, what he, this movie he used is. It, he used it to his advantage, and he was able to shoot on, like, really nice cameras. But, uh, and, oh, my God, another thing. God, this, I keep getting sidetracked, but those cameras, <laughs> dude, they're so sexy. They uh, they were so loud in the filming because all the sets were so intimate and, like, quiet and not that many people on set. And the cameras were so loud, they would just, like, edit in fan noise or create it where it, like, see, like it made it, like, a fan, like, ambient. 
because there literally would be like noise you know happening what I, I over did their actually, dialogue. I did actually yeah, notice some of that when they're when he's yeah. doing the walking back and the, forth scene between the wall and the window and stuff. Yeah, like them yeah, in that dude. house, I definitely noticed. There's uh, like a hum there was like a something it. like an old. I did briefly notice it, but I was like, oh, that's like an old fifties refrigerator or something. Or like something. Yeah, very right, right, right. It's just ambient. You're like, oh, it just becomes the ambient noise because it's so rhythmic. Oh, dude, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. And that's what's so cool. It's like that's the funny. They, they, film they, they like, put it into the sound design. Yeah, how right, to, right, how to so build sick. it in. Yeah, but okay. So thirty-two mil, great, great budget. Oh yeah, what sad, sad, sad performance. <laughs> I mean, it, it it almost made it back. It made twenty-eight point two million oh, back. Man. So it's like it's like which is which I don't know how. I don't understand when this. I guess no, I don't know. I guess when this came out, I wasn't like I thought it was amazing, well, but I also this wasn't was like I don't Paul know. Thomas Anderson. Yeah, Paul Thomas Anderson was. Uh, you know, he was everyone like he was always kind of a big deal from before, but he really was a big deal after There Will Be Blood. After everyone's like, "Oh, he's the auteur of a generation or whatever." Uh, and so everyone, I think, well, he, was, he was ex- having kind of a renaissance too with that. Like he he, was. he changed his style a yeah, lot. Oh, with that for movie. sure. Oh yeah, for and sure. Then, after There Will Be Blood, did, his style changed for and sure. Phantom Thread. Yeah, I feel like those three, like There Will Be Blood, Master, and Phantom Thread, those all kind of fill. I mean, just like Phil, so period PC and yeah. timey and, like I know, his, and it's, his color. But he color jumps grade, back and so. forth because he did Inherent Vice yeah. before Th- Phantom Thread. Right. And right, then obviously right. his most recent movie, Licorice Pizza, like he just kind of, I don't know, man, he's all over yeah. the place. But And that's, yeah, and that's kind of, yeah, that's like, that's a different. Uh, that's too bad that. he didn't make that. Because I remember this being, uh, like, I, lo- I-, I love Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh, I've always been a big fan of his. I know, and- dude, I know, seriously. He, honestly, to this day, he's still probably the the celebrity yeah. death that like affected me the most. Right. Um, that I still am yeah. just like, man, fucking Philip Seymour. Like, how many movies could we got? Because I'd watched could this we, and then oh like God, before the so Devil Knows You're Dead, like right Dude, after, like together. <laughs> so many fucking movies. But uh, anyway, Ugh. but I remember this being the big deal for me because it was like I'd seen the trailers. I liked P- PTA. I liked Philip Seymour Hoffman, and then this was like the comeback of Joaquin Phoenix. Because yes, he had like yeah. disappeared for like seven years out of the well, mainstream, and then they're and like, Victoria, he's coming Victoria, back in this movie, and he's all weird and like. That's the thing. Victoria didn't like his performance because she was like, she was like, oh, it's like she's like it's familiar, it's weird now. And like she did now, and I was like, I was like, no, no, no. Contextually, this, this was like blew my this was the t- first his thing. performance. That's why yes. it takes all the limelight, though. Is right, right. Because it's like he, like his his gaunt figure and like his skeletal structure and how he like bent himself and like. How he, how he, like, and that's how why he held his body. I wasn't like, that impressed with Joker. Doing. I was like, yeah, right. I mean, no, he, he did it better right. in the Master. <laughs> that's what I no, dude. I'm like, I'm like, and and the Master is not as toxic as like as like where the Joker is. You know, right. where the Joker is like the Joker is like like trying to ride that fine line of like, is he? It's again, is he mad or is society mad? And it's like in this, it's like. No, dude, he's broken, bud. <laughs> he's fucking broken. Like he's got trauma, dog. Like he's a that's like person that's what sure. this movie does. But anyways, okay, man, we're. Right, we I got I got a couple of Reddit yeah, we, we have Travis too, so we got shit to do. We got shit to do. It's gonna be a three-hour-long podcast of just being like I fucking like. I have, Philip Seymour Hoffman was here, well, so live stuff. And we didn't even, dick. Well, and I didn't even get into like the daughter of this. How like she was like temptation. Dude. I know. Oh my god, dog. She, what a what a biatch, dude. I she's can't like it. touches his crotch at that thing. Oh. And he and she out of him, loyalty like, like, is like, no, we have a bond. Like you know, don't yeah. your husband's there. And uh, but then later she's like, I think he really wants me and everything. I'm just oh, no. like, you oh, fucking. Oh my god. Yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> anyway, anyway. She's so, she's a good character. God. Uh, then Fruckus says. This movie is a top five masterclass in acting. It resonates with me deeply because I spent a number of years in a similar relationship with a leader like this and worked closely with adult male addicts. His line, if you leave me now, in the next life you will be my sworn enemy and I will show you no mercy. (laughs) It chills me. It is an excellent expression of what lies within people that give, uh, give themselves deeply to others, to help others. The line between kindness and rage, disgust and arrogance towards those you're helping is very thin uh that's good. God, that, that line that's that great... line that, yeah thank you for that that that's a great yeah, write-up thank that, you. Uh, great comment that line is a gut punch to me every time though i fucking love it so much when he's just like or you can stay and there's like a debt like a desperate issue and he's like maybe in another life and he's like if if i met you if we meet again in the next life 
you will be my sworn enemy and I will show you no mercy. It's, it's uh, <laughs> so it's good. Be- it's beautiful. And then he just sings to him. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Clones of People 2 says, I watched this for the first time and I feel this needs more than one watch to really appreciate it. I'm not sure what I was expecting. Maybe more of an ensemble piece like Boogie Nights or a hard-hitting drama like There Will Be Blood. Instead, I feel like this was more of a nuanced, subtle piece that explored the relationship between the main characters and on a deeper level, the relationship between followers and leaders and man's own insecurities and flaws. The acting was supreme. So sad that we lost Philip Seymour Hoffman so young. Paul Thomas Anderson knows how to get a performance out of an actor. I love the period design, the sets, the costumes, the filters. Overall, for me, this was good and I enjoyed it, but I feel that having seen it, I will enjoy watching it more a second time where I can focus more on the finer details of the characters, their relationships, and their motivations. Uh, and then there's one more comment, I, and I just... Uh, the comment don't matter because they're just talking about... They posted the outtakes, which is, I'm only here for the cock. Thank you for the outtakes, though, because I really enjoyed that. Go watch that because uh, it's yeah. them doing the, the smoking scene. It's just funny to watch their camaraderie, and it makes me miss Philip Seymour Hoffman all the more because it's oh, just him God. as the, the man he is. Yeah. Well, and it's so cool to see him break and then immediately get back in the character. And you're just <laughs> yeah. like, it's so smooth. He's such a good actor. Well, it's oh, funny. Man. They all thank you, kind thank of you for commenting. Too. Yeah, thank seriously. You. And uh, to clones of people too, hundred percent. This is a movie that uh, every time I watch it gets better because it's yeah. like, you are able to focus on like, I don't know. It sucks me in, but like, yeah, I feel like the first time you're kind of caught off guard. I mean, that's how it is with a lot of movies where you're like trying to like, just keep up what's going on and like figure out the relationships and like, just be absorbed by the whole thing. And, and and this isn't one of those movies either. This isn't like a puzzle box movie where you're like, what do I got to decipher? It's just like, it's a, just a two very well written, very well fleshed out characters that are very unique individual dynamic come together to make something wholly unique uh that it's just like nothing else really can do it because it's like how could you it's like what are the odds these so i always say to people individuals like are super you know insane and like all this but it's like you take a relationship of two individuals it's like that's the one of the most unique things on the planet it's like there's yeah, a lot of the time it's like it's got its own dynamic every time and this shows that better than anything probably i've ever seen so it yeah uh, yeah. yeah. So thanks for the comments. That was all. That was all great. And man, this this movie. it's a great film. Let's let's hear it from Travis, please. Yeah. Get I'm gonna pull up Travis's thingy. Whoops. Yeah. But uh, and I'm yeah. glad he. Uh, it's just funny that Travis didn't comment on Grand Budapest, and my brother didn't watch Grand Budapest either. And I, I out of all the movies we've been watching recently, was like, that's the most ex- uh, accessible. One. <laughs> accessible. Yeah. Really though. Right, because I was telling like, my brother, I was like, "Yeah, I mean, you probably won't like the master, but who knows?" And he didn't. And then I was like, "Watch right. Grand, Grand Budapest," because if you don't like Grand Budapest, you're dead inside. <laughs> you'll yeah, right, right, right. I mean, it's like I think if anything, you'll just like you can be like, "Oh, I, I don't personal I don't really taste care for the it's, it's I don't too, care for the aesthetic." Yeah, but it's but the but the movie itself is whimsical and fun, and it's, it's just fine. It's acted well. It's delight, great, dude. I mean, delightful. Yeah, it's delightful. Okay, like, I got enough stalling. Hey guys, by seeing yeah. both your letterbox ratings, I'm aware we don't agree on this movie. But what I think we do agree on is the outstanding performance by Joaquin Phoenix. The last movie I saw with him in it was Joker, which also he did an incredible job on. So my first question is, what do you guys think of Joaquin Phoenix as an actor throughout his career? Do you think he gets the recognition he deserves? My second question is for the people who post on Reddit, like clones are people too. I'd like to follow them on Letterboxd to see what they think of other movies and see what else is good that I'm missing. Thanks. And it was cool to hear one of the clips from the podcast intro in this movie. Yeah. Hey. I know. I, I love that. Thank yeah, you, Travis. Thanks for noticing we'll, that. That's know, fun. Know what we can do? I'll, I'll make a post we'll, uh, on Reddit that's like, yeah. what, for everyone, like, if, we're part of this film community. What's your letterbox? Let's follow, let's follow each other because yeah, I would like let's that. Share, too, let's share a letterbox and then I'll, I'll, I'll text it over to I Travis. I do always see Travis's, it, yeah. too. I saw he gave this three yeah, stars. I love and so it. I was like, okay. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, then I, I like, I get, I can, I totally I get, like, I, get I totally it, get why you don't like this movie. I get it. Or even, and three stars is like, it. that means you like it. That's not bad. It's just me and you are over here. It. See, I think right. like a lot of people would be like, these guys are over here being like, 
this is the greatest movie ever made. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and it's, I mean, there's some, there is some like, um, you know, what is that? Like recency bias that, that like I, this is, but this movie, you guys, you guys made it all the way to the end. Here's kind of a, here's a preemptive plug for a book that we're going to, we're going to produce eventually here soon enough. And it's going to be on our, on our top list of movies to see. Like, uh-huh. it, it's definitely it's it's up there. I mean, where where it lies, that's kind of can be arbitrary. I don't know. It's it's probably not in the top ten personally, but maybe I don't know. We'll see where it goes. See where it lands. But uh, it's yeah, uh, it's maybe. it's up there for sure. I really this movie's really great. Yeah, um, it's, uh, to answer your question about Joaquin Phoenix, uh, I think he absolutely oh, rules. He rules forever. I think um, he's, I think he's been great. I love that he, he. I love that he went off and like started doing weird like avant garde rap and then. Yeah. It started doing like weird documentaries well, and then and came back do- hard. That documentary <laughs> is like it's hard. Have you ever seen it? It's, the, it's um, uh, yeah, I'm still right. here. Um, and it's didn't Casey, Casey Affleck, Affleck did it? He, yeah, because yeah, Casey like, Affleck is friends. his brother-in-law. Oh, it's brother-in-law. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's I was like yeah, I couldn't. I knew they were related um, or like yeah. But it's interesting because it's hard to that that movie. It's like it's hard to find the line between like is, he, I feel like he took his mental breakdown and turned it into performance art. Right, uh, which right. it's it like, a little like Kaufman or uh, it, it does really Andy f- Andy Kaufman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does feel like uh, yeah, a little bit like uh, like exit through the gift shop or something, where it's just like, at what point does this become like this becomes right this thing? But uh, no pre pre breakdown, it's like he's still great, dude. Walk the line. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen Clay Pigeons, but that movie's kind of fun. Uh, fucking eight millimeter is cool and then like but post I mean, it's, it's like coming out gladiator, gladiator right. but then coming back with the master her joker mm-hmm. fucking oh yeah and signs was great the, he was great in the village before that well, fucking dude, and, and her her is like her is cool because it's like oh okay he's he is a good actor because he's not just playing he's not just playing the extremes that's where sometimes yeah. i'm like sometimes i'm like an actor like what walking does he really is like he is a fucking he's in his own group. Like there are there are not like there you know, there there are a thousand actors trying to be Walking Phoenix and they can never be Walking Phoenix. Especially post Joker, like, like that's uh I feel like that's right. his most mainstream performance. I mean he obviously won the Oscar for it and everything. It's a fucking superhero movie, iconic character, all that. Uh yeah, yeah. and it and it's obviously his performance is great, there's no denying that, but of it's course. just like even in the other, like he just always gives it his all and it's pretty diverse. Like he's known, yeah, for his big, crazy over the top performances, like the master, which is pretty pretty uh, wild because that's what he came back fucking swinging with. But uh, like the sisters brothers, have you ever seen that? Dude, yeah, he's great. In he's the great brothers. in the sisters brothers. What's with, that? What's and the he's one? Hilarious. Like, I'm, I'm still there. Or I'm still here. Well, yeah, you that's know, the that's, 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 that's the, the doc, documentary. That's the doc. No, I'm thinking of a different one. He was in another. God, I feel looking at stupid. Yeah. Uh, and brother Bear. I, I definitely i definitely like i'm well, definitely in the camp of of support um, and like 100 percent. and honestly bo is afraid i'm glad i want you to go see it because uh bo's afraid his performance in it i was expecting something like more like this but he is pitiful and meek and like just oh, yeah. like just sad come on, come and anxiety on. like he is playing and he's like fatter a little bit and Bo is afraid. Like it's, it's interesting so far. That's like, I'm, I, I hope that he gets some praise, uh, throughout the year for his performance and Bo's afraid. Cause it's really good. And it's different though. That's the thing. It's really different than his other shit. It's very like not confident. He's like such a, like a scared little meek character. Oh really? And cool. he, he's I'm like always of, pitiful and looking down and like, well, and he plays a different scared. character in you were never really here. Yeah, and that one he's that's that's the like one I was the strong of. Like, silent he, like yeah. he's like deeply troubled but he's like holding it all inside barely contained rage type of character. It's great. Joaquin Phoenix is fucking great. I'll watch anything he's in. Yeah. Uh he's always compelling as fuck. Dude, did so. you ever see Ir- Irrational Man? Uh-uh. I saw that. Oh, that looks cool. Yeah, oh, no, it's Woody I saw Allen. It. Oh, it's Woody Allen, never mind. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Yeah. I'll pirate it. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, oh yeah, quills. I forgot even. Anyway, anyway, anyway. So <laughs> this movie's great. Uh, watch right. it if you if you watched it and you're like, there's something there. I feel like people did have like that itch where it's like 
you watched it, you felt like there was something like you didn't love it, but you feel like you dig deeper. I feel like a lot of PTA movies are like that, where it's just like they get better with time. And the more you like sit and stew on it and then like on pre on later rewatches. Uh, but like not in the way like again, not in the way like a Christopher Nolan movie needs multiple rewatches like that one needs it to like understand all the complexities. This right. one is to I like, would say I would say like Nolan 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 does uh plot what like what PT does for like character character you know, yeah. that's, he, and he that's like Nolan Nolan writes some great plots some great stories like I do and that is why you need to watch it again is because you're like oh these pieces are like moving and it's like you know this like what happened super at the complex the to end. watch like like the yeah, prestige like, and memento like, I think are fucking right. masterpieces and, and the, the characters they 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 just serve the narrative really well where this is like there's like that's why I can the characters like this. are no narrative. the narrative the characters <laughs> like, yeah and their relationship right. is the narrative <laughs> like if you look at it if you boil it down he literally just drunkenly stumbles onto a boat and then follows a guy around because he feeds him and then clothes him sort of <laughs> yeah talk, right talks to him pretty <laughs> like close like, you know yeah it's like i don't know uh, and then yeah anyway let's button it up I love it. We could go. We, we yeah. this could be I hours know. long. We loved, <laughs> we loved the master, and so uh, I hope you, if you're listening to this and you're like kind of on the fence and you're like, why do these guys like it so much? Give it, give it a little time and we'll go watch it again. It's, and it's really what, worth it. Exactly. Like, it's, Please watch it in like another, even like another year. Or, yeah, watch you know, it. Just watch it years. eventually. You know, again. Watch I again. Think uh, it. Uh, I don't know. It gets. It works its claws into you. Like. I don't know something. Yeah. Something about it. But anyway, <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Thank you. Thank you, thank everybody you. out there for listening. Glad uh, you made it this far. Thank you, uh, all the patrons. We uh, next yeah. patrons, you rock. It's uh, oh, I'll get you. Yeah, we'll get your all your stuff coming to you guys. Don't you worry. Don't you? <laughs> don't you sweat your little behinds, they're, baby. They're sweating. <laughs> um, so it's the poll is not finalized because again, I, I, April is insane for me. Uh, but I had a crazy weekend, so I didn't post the poll till Monday. So the poll doesn't end until yeah. tomorrow morning. But we're doing Martin Scorsese, but we're doing kind of more of his offbeat, like not as super popular movies. So far, after hours is winning the poll, but things can change. It's a, it's a so, few. Yeah, it's got a few. So check votes. in. Check in on the Reddit. Uh, by the time this episode goes up, it should be, you know, it should be on the Reddit or, or on the website. So check and see what we're watching next week. It's probably going to be after hours or maybe Hugo or maybe even Last Temptation of Christ. We'll see. So. Uh, stay tuned for that. That'll yeah. be, that'll be good. I'm excited and for either one. Whatever, I, I'm excited whatever. for all of them. So yeah, it should be yeah. good. So anyway, um, thanks. Are for... we going to, are we going to, we're just going to keep doing directors for a little while. We don't have like yeah, a set, I mean, set end date. No, I think we do like one or two more and then maybe we could okay. switch gears and then do like a real genre or something. We'll talk, we'll talk yeah. about it because I, I, I don't want to just do directors forever, but yeah, it's we're going it's loosey goosey for me right now a little bit. I've been, and I like I've been liking it too. It's I think nice, everyone it's else nice likes like, it because we we make yeah. the rules, baby. There's no fucking rules. We make the, the rules. Direct, yeah, it's fun to see directors, but I also I also wanted to give everyone out there a little uh, uh a little shameless plug for my good friend here. Levi just uh, finished a book, and it, it's it's oh, out there. Oh, thanks. On, on the I wasn't... Old, uh, old Amazons, and it exists in yeah, the world. It's called I wasn't... Burn the Earth, baby. Thanks for that. I wasn't even, I like almost forgot it. I wasn't even going to plug it or anything. Oh, but yeah, it's called Burn no, the Earth. Go you, check it out. You got to plug it. Man. I know, that's oh, true. I got to get out there. Go check it out. I will. Buy 30 copies. You can buy a copy for me for twice the price. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to, in the future, i planning on working on getting the website all uh combined together so eventually it'll be on the website so you can check it out uh, there eventually if not you know i'm sure you find me and you'll find it so yeah <laughs> dude uh check it out it's pretty, it's pretty fun so well yeah congrats uh thanks buddy all right uh love everyone for listening and we'll see you next time bye bye bye